He looks kind, but also <laughs> capable of murder. Yeah, which is the entire plot of In Bruges, which is why I made us go to Bruges. <laughs> I'm glad you did, because Bruges was cool. Yeah, and then I had I was really felt similar, because in, in Bruges, Colin Farrell spends the whole time talking about how much he finds Bruges really boring, and I was like, I think he gave it a bad rap, but also I see where he's coming from. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to do. There was really not. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, was- I, I, we're spending two days here. I guess we're just going to drink beer. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're pitting every one of Brad Poop... Well, Brad Poop's movies against... (laughs) (laughs) When Brad Pitt's in a bad movie, it's a Brad Poop. Uh, We're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Um, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you haven't seen the movies we're talking about today, I would recommend putting a pause in it, uh, rewinding, watching them, maybe listening to our previous casts on them, and then, uh, coming back around. But if you've been a loyal friend of the show, you've have seen them already, and that's cool, and you should forge on ahead. So, this week we're talking about Snatch and World War Z, um, and... Literally every time I watch Snatch, I just wish I was watching an Oceans movie. I have never in my life felt more like I was pulling teeth watching a movie. This, I did not want to watch this movie so bad. I was like counting down the minutes. I was checking more often than if I was like, I can't even think of a similar situation, but it. (laughs) It was an eternity. For a minute, I thought I died and I was like in limbo and like this was my punishment. It just was going and going and going. And I just, it was one of the worst times I've ever had. At least you didn't start watching it with your Jewish roommate. I forgot about that part. I did too. I was like, I have to watch these two movies for March Bradness roommates. You should come and watch with me. And they're like, okay. And then Maggie, who's Jewish, was like, which movie do you want to watch? I'm like, well, whichever one I can find on streaming without having to get out my computer. And then that movie was Snatch. And we started watching it. And then it starts. And it's just horribly anti-Semitic. And she's like, uh... And I'm like, I literally forgot about this. I am so sorry. And then she was like well, I'll sit with it for a minute and see if it gets better. And then about three minutes in, she was like, no, fuck this. And like got up and left and went to go clean her room for two hours. Good for her. I know. I'm like, damn, I wish I could do it. And I'm cleaning your room. That's I was I was making a mental list. I was like, things I would be rather doing than watching this movie. It would be like cleaning my room and then it would be like getting a root canal. <laughs> That's how much I did not want to watch this movie. Wow. Should we give the plot? I mean, like, I would if I knew what was happening in it. <laughs> I was going to say that you have to give the plot for this one because, like, I don't even know where I would begin. I guess I'll give it at the old college try. Um, yeah, I think you can do better. Thanks. I guess. So it's two parallel but interwoven stories. One of them is really anti-Semitic and 
Um, there's like a super high quality diamond that some people are trying to steal because it's worth a lot of money. And then there's like there are these pawn shop owners who are tasked with like holding down a bare knuckle boxing bookie in order to get the diamond from Benito del Toro. And then a bunch of stuff happens with that. And then on the other side, there's a guy named Turkish who's named after a plane crash who with his friend is like tasked with trying to rig this bare knuckle boxing fight for this guy who feeds his enemies to pigs and then um, they fuck up and his guy gets knocked out by Brad Pitt who is a quote pikey which I think is probably an offensive term and I don't feel good saying it. I'm sure Um, it's offensive. And then they recruit Brad Pitt into doing the boxing match for them but he has to lose in the fourth round but Brad Pitt is a proud man And then the guy who feeds his uh, enemies to pigs kills Brad Pitt's mom. He sets her trailer, which they call a caravan, on fire. And so then Brad Pitt is like, fine, I'll do your stupid fight so he doesn't fuck me over anymore. But then it turns out Brad Pitt was in the right all along and had a plan. And then his family killed the guy's guys. And then... um, that's like, I don't know. That's it. I don't know what happens in this movie. I'm sorry. It's very yeah, confusing. I don't good. like Guy Ritchie. It is extremely confusing. Every single man looks exactly the same. And there are four women credited in this movie. Uh, as a fun experiment to try to like force myself to pay attention, I decided to time whenever a woman was on screen. Uh, and I decided to be really generous and I decided to also time when a woman was like in the background because there's a lot of crowd scenes, right? Because like part of it takes place in like London and New York. Hannah, would you like to guess how how much screen time? Two minutes. Two minutes? You're very close. It was three minutes and 58 seconds. And that's uh, only because one of the guys had uh, twin daughters and there was also a scene when a guy was in like a jeweler shop and there were like women walking around modeling the jewelry and it was just like their tits in front of the screen. That's cool. So I counted it to be fair. But yeah, it was uh, I just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I like to say that we're probably getting better. This movie is almost 20 years old. That's what I was going to say. But then I was like, that's not true at all. There were tons of movies that had like starring women 20 years ago. And, like, women certainly existed 20 years ago. <laughs> I don't know, Sarah. Like, I, think this, women... I just don't think that there were more dogs on screen, like, significantly more dogs, both in quantity <laughs> and in screen time. I am i didn't time it, but I would estimate it was, like, 12 to 15 minutes of dogs. Because <laughs> there's a dog that eats one of the diamonds. Spoiler alert. It eats the diamond. It eats the diamond. Yeah. And it also eats a squeaky toy. And then there's, like, dog fighting and then there's like multiple other dogs at like the campsite. I don't really know how to refer to the I think you're right that it is a slur, but then I'm going to google this really quick. <laughs> Please do. Slang term which is yes, considered by many to be a slur. Okay, I'm sorry. What is the correct word? To refer to people who are of the Irish traveler community. Uh it's also used against Scottish other peoples. Yes, it is not well received among Irish travelers or British Romani travelers, and it's considered an eth- ethnic 
slur. I love it. I love it. The, we've got everything. So. We've got anti-Semitism. We've got misogyny. Uh, not even misogyny because there aren't enough women for it to be misogynistic. <laughs> uh, we've got ethnic slurs. Uh, we've got a lot of fat jokes. It's great. 2000 oh, yes. was a really fun time. It was. Oh, yes. You know, we were all like, we may as well like blow our load all at once because the world's going to end because Y2K, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm also constantly surprised at like how well received this movie seems to be because it's one of those ones where you like bring it up in conversation and people are like, oh, yeah, Snatch, it's awesome. But I think they only think about the Brad Pitt boxing scenes, which are like fine. But then it's like if I want to watch that, then I'm just going to watch Fight Club. Exactly. So. That, I would rather watch. I would rather. Uh, There's nothing awful enough to compare. <laughs> would you rather watch The Counselor? Yes. Really? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. With I Cameron would. Diaz fucking a car? I think you're forgetting how terrible The Counselor was. That was really, really, really bad. I for- That was really, really, that was really bad. But an incredibly violent. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Brad Pitt does get decapitated in it. Oh, yeah, he does. God, I don't know. This is the worst game ever. <laughs> I don't want to play this game. Uh, yeah. Here's what sucks. Here's what sucks about this is that, like, Brad yeah, Pitt does an objectively good job. He does an objectively good job. It's why it made it this far. Yeah. It also got a buy-in, though, to be fair. Oh, it did. It beat uh, Babel last time, right? Yeah, but I stand by that. I'm kind of surprised. Um, Just because I remember we really liked Brad crying on the phone. Yeah, but I didn't like enough of any other part of Brad in that movie to stand by yeah. it moving yeah. forward. And since we're judging on the Brad and Brad alone and not the movie, yeah. um, I do stand by the decision to keep this and, and uh, drop Babel just because I feel like... Brad Pitt does really give it his all and like does something very interesting and you see a different side of Brad that I don't think you mm-hmm. usually do and it's a nice mesh of mm-hmm. like comedy Brad and like emotion Brad. Yeah, I mean like when he's lunging towards the caravan. Yeah, like about? that's yeah. like super intense. Totally. No, that and that's what I fucking hate about this movie is like objectively it, it's not only like I mean it's not like a great Brad, but it's a it's a good Brad and it's a it's a Brad Brad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like funny. He's like funny. It's like if I feel like if I have to watch this movie again, I don't know if I will or not. But like I would just want to only watch the scenes with Brad Pitt in it because those are the only scenes that are all at all entertaining. Like Brad Pitt is like I, a good he's good in this. Yes. I was thinking about that, too. I was like. Because I know we'd, we'd talked about that. Like, we'd, we'd been like, is that a rule? Like, do we have to watch the whole thing? And we decided, yeah, because the context is important. Um, but God, this movie is like, there's no there's no context. This movie is just like a... I have a confession of, to make. Yeah. I watched this movie in two parts because I was tired of capitalizing the living room because I Maggie left and then I just like felt dumb watching it by myself and taking over the whole living room so i watched the last half of it on the train to new jersey but i kept using the skip forward 10 seconds feature on my netflix app because i was like i don't know what's happening and if i skip these 10 seconds i'm still not gonna know what's happening so i I skipped like a solid 10 minutes of it that way (laughs) 
my jaw is dropped. <gasps> I'm sorry. I feel a little betrayed, <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> I desperately thought about just watching the parts with Brad, but then I was like, we said we had to watch the whole thing. I watched I almost like, the whole thing. It was just like I when they were interrogating in that guy agony. with his head in the window, I like kept like skipping. I hate that part. I hate all of it. I hate every part. There's no part I like. I hate so much about the things you choose to be. Me? That's what... No, that's me. That's Michael Scott, but he was saying it about snatch oh i forgot about that scene in the office you're right i was gonna have a good night like i was gonna and i just i had to sit there for an hour and 40 minutes and just suffer and just be like this movie oh that's the other good thing about this movie is that it's an hour and 40 minutes yeah it's like almost animation length but then i was just thinking i could have been watching tarzan (laughs) i would rather watch tarzan 100 times in a row (laughs) And cry every time. (laughs) I don't think I love anything as much as that. Like, I don't think I love any movie that much. As much as I love Tarzan? Yeah. I wouldn't say that I love it. (laughs) You talk about it, like, a lot, though. (laughs) I just really like when they have the song in the beginning when she's like, you'll be in my heart. Because they're different, but the same. (laughs) Don't start crying, no. Don't John Paul Jones me. I just think it's really beautiful in Phil Collins. Every song is a fucking banger. (laughs) He goes there. That tweet that was like, he didn't have to go that hard, but he fucking did that for us. Uh, Anyway. I don't know. I just keep coming back to like it being very difficult because like, and we've been running into more of these movies where it's like, like frustrating for like these mid aughts brads to be in these movies that are like, beneath him and I think like this is a good example like I think Snatch is a good example of like the versatility he can show and I think that like it is an example of like when he applies himself to something like Mm -hmm. accents and things like that Mm -hmm. he can like Mm -hmm. totally mesh and it's a really good example of Brad Pitt being a character actor who happens to also be Brad Pitt in the same way Mm -hmm. that John Hamm is a character actor or a comedian who's stuck as being John Hamm Mm -hmm. no absolutely it's interesting and it becomes a really interesting example of what the crux of like March Bradness and like this project is is it's like boiling down into that essence you know yeah no absolutely because I I mean I was just gonna follow up and say that like it's the kind of movie that you would be watching and then you know if maybe if it you I don't know people probably knew him at this point but you would sit up and you'd be like who is that and like literally every review is just like about how good Brad Pitt is in this and there's like literally nothing else about any other part of this movie yes which is the only correct take yeah the only good take is wow Brad Pitt sure is good in this movie yes um I also really like his shitty cat tattoos on his shoulders I didn't notice you didn't notice his cat tattoos no he's got two little tattoos on each of his shoulders of two little cats and little bow ties Like the little kitchen cat clocks, which I'm surprised you don't own. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, I wish I did. Hang on, Brad Pitt snatch. Tattoos. Tattoos. God. This is how gay I am. (laughs) My love for cats won't even make me look at a man's chest. Oh my god. (laughs) 
They're cute! Oh my god! They're looking at each other! Yeah, he's got two gay cats on his shoulders. Oh my god! You tell wow. me those cats aren't boyfriends. Those cats are absolutely boyfriends, and I just wish I knew if I had that to look out for, in addition to my fun game of timing how little women are in this movie. Wow. Oh, thank you for that, Hannah. You're welcome. I thought I'd give you something to to make it makes, feel like this movie has better. some merit to existing. <laughs> it has Brad Pitt with cat tattoos. <laughs> Brad Pitt's... Stellar accent that requires its own subtitle category. Yes. His gay tat cat. His his gay cat tattoos. <laughs> gay cat tats. Gay cat tat. My That's new punk band. My band. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's like part of what makes it difficult. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. Because it's like you can't fucking deny it. And I was so annoyed when I showed up because I was like, maybe he's like not as good as I remembered. Because like. Yeah, you always and hope is- you always hope in these these uh, problematic movies that Brad's not as good as you remember him being. But yes, he's exactly. always as good, if not better than you remember him being. And I just feel like that's very honest to admit. I'm proud of you for me personally. Thank you. I'm I am actually very proud of you for for saying this. Thank you. You thought that I was kind of come in and be like, no, he fucking sucks, right? Because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, I know, and that's what that's what you've done in the past. I think. Yeah. Oh no, totally. You're you're, I don't I, like you're quite guilty of that, and I. <laughs> if I don't like a movie, I'm just like, fuck this. Everything about this movie fucking sucks so bad. This is the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And the Brad is just like mediocre. <laughs> No. Best Picture nominated Brad in Moneyball fucking sucks. (laughs) Best Actor nominated Brad is the worst Brad I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't like who he plays. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm sweating. (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. I know, I know, and I adjust, adjust, I adjust accordingly. I know. Oh, you pad, you pad your results. <laughs> I pad my. That's what I did because I remember distinctly that I had to pad my snatch results last time because otherwise Babel would win. And I'm like, I'm not watching Babel for a third time. That is not a thing that is happening in my life. Well, this is how I feel right now. I'm like, I'm not fucking watching snatch. I would rather. God, I can't think about this. I can't think about this. Should we talk about World War Z? Yeah. Uh, do you want to explain World War Z? I would love to. Yeah. I just dropped my glasses. Uh, but I was I, I took them off and I was looking at them and I was looking at how disappointed you'd you would want to clean them if you saw them. Ugh. Anyway, um World War Z is a movie. It is based on a book uh about zombies. Uh the zombies are like a viral type of zombie. Yeah, you, know, you got different types of zombies. They're a viral zombie. And they run very fast. Uh, a lot of people cite that as the hallmark of this movie, the, the quick zombies. Uh, Brad Pitt is a family man. This is Dad Brad, as we love to say when we talk about this film. He has two beautiful children and a wife, and he is XUN. Uh, 
not entirely sure what he did there, but I know that he was like high clearance because when the zombie outbreak comes, they whisk him away on a helicopter and they're like, you need to go to find out where the outbreak started. Brad is not like super qualified for this, but they send him anyway because almost everyone is dead, including the president and the vice president and almost all the cabinet members I noticed on our, what, third, fourth rewatch. <laughs> um, so he goes to South Korea. Um, he goes to, where does he go? Israel Lots and, of, yeah, Israel um, and Europe, um, specifically yeah. the UK. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, And he's trying to find out how it started and he puts together the pieces of the virus. And then he goes to the World Health Organization in Europe where he has the brilliant plan to camouflage himself against the zombies using a deadly virus because the zombies won't attack people who are sick. So he has to break into the CDC where there's zombies, scientists walking around. And it's very much like a playing The Last of Us, which I really appreciate, and he saves the world. And then he's reunited with his family, who were transported to Nova Scotia to a safe zone. Something I really appreciate in this movie is how quickly it establishes its world building and how fucking, like, dire everything is. Like, these zombies, like, decimate the whole United States in, like, a day. Yeah. They just did such a good job of clipping through that. My least favorite part of the zombie movie is always the part where it's like, we get it, you're going to figure out what's going on, and then it takes forever, and it's like by the time that you're getting to the the fun, the fun bits, uh, it's kind of like, cool, we get it. But, it, yeah, it was, like, super quickly established and, like, really well done. The opening right. title sequence was amazing. Yes, I fucking love that. I fu- Sorry, I feel like I'm going to sound like a fanboy talking about this movie, but like, I really enjoy World War Z. I think I understand this time why people don't like it, which I'll talk about soon. But I like, think I do too. But I really like and appreciate a lot of what it does, I think, is really tight storytelling. And I feel like people would appreciate that if they, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, in the first, in the opening credits, they do this great clip of newsreels about like how you know strange activity whatever and they show like swarms of animals but what I really like is they intersperse it with like little talk show segments and stuff Mm -hmm. showing that like life is still going on and people haven't really realized what a big deal it is yet and it just felt it really grounded it it always reminds me of um like the bird flu and SARS and stuff yes exactly and like growing up in that I was thinking the other day as I often do about just like the shit that we've lived through in our generation. Totally. And I'm like, I remember when Ebola was going around. Ebola, anthrax, yes. bird flu, swine, swine flu, Columbine, 9-11. Yes. Sandy, like, just like, I just like got very like, I don't want a boomer to talk to me because of Nixon ever again, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's true. I, I We've had so many things where like, I remember like very closely watching the news because I'm like, this seems bad, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like this movie really captures that sensation. And I know we've talked about it before when we've talked about it, but just like in the first scene or so in like Philly when nobody's sure what's happening and like there's the sense of like the parents listening to the radio and like the mom being like, oh, like try BBC or whatever and like swooping through stuff and like that feeling of like knowing that your parents know something is wrong but not being sure like what that thing is and whether or not it's a big deal 
I think yes. that taps into that feeling very, very like acutely and very, yes. very well. Totally. And like watching this from their perspective as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I think I feel like I remember seeing this when I was younger too, but like watching it now and feeling like you're on the adult side of it and like trying to keep it together in an emergency situation when you just yeah you have no idea what's going on like I another thing I I liked how quickly they established that the rules had changed when they're stuck in traffic and Brad is trying to figure out what's going on and like some people are running and then like a policeman drives by and like knocks off their window and then he sees another cop come up and be like get out of the road and then a fucking truck barrels through the guy you know then it's like oh shit disaster and so brad is driving away and then it's like they steal an rv and they're not really thinking about it they're just trying to go and then they go to a convenience store and there's like a scene where um brad fucking kills a guy in the convenience store because everyone's fighting to get food and they're trying to get medicine for their daughter who's having an asthma attack but um a cop comes in and sees that brad the cop saw brad shoot the guy and brad puts his hands in the air but the cop goes right past him because he's getting like baby food for his kid so it's like Within the first, like, fucking 10 minutes, you've got, like, family dynamic established, everybody's, like, relationship and position, and, like, we know that Brad is, like, XUN, and then we know that the zombies have struck, Brad watched the zombie to see how long it takes the zombie to turn, and then we've learned that, like, the whole rules of the world are different. That was so much talking for, like, not saying that much, but you know what I mean? Like, they're just so fucking quick. No, for sure. And it's like interesting to watch it around too because I feel like they establish it even earlier when they're like making breakfast and the TV yes. is talking about like martial law and the girl's like, Daddy, what's, what's martial, martial law? law? Yes. It's so well thought out in the first 20 minutes. Like it's so tight. I think I stan this movie. I will not apologize. I think that, like, part of why I think people have such negative reactions and memories to this movie, I think, has to do with the fact that, like, the book is so well-received. And, like, from my understanding of it, I haven't read it. Um, But it goes really in-depth and, like, follows a lot of different threads and things like that. One of the things that I was reading about the production, because this film had, like, a really, really awful pre-production... And it, like, took a really long time for it to get off the ground. And, like, it was on the um, blacklist in, like, 2009 for, like, most anticipated screenplays and, like, best unmade films um, for an earlier draft. And then they had to redraft it. But I think that there is some validity to the critique of, like, taking this far-reaching story and, like, condensing it down into, like a more typical Hollywood narrative. Like, I totally understand where people are coming from from that, but also it's a good movie. (laughs) Yeah, I think you have to separate it from the book, which I know people don't like doing. And, like, the book could have been a really cool movie, too, but it would have been a different movie. Like, this was a zombie movie. Like, it was an action flick, um, and it works really well as an action flick. And I also think that they did a good job of making it global in that, like, immediately Brad is is traveling to, like, different countries and trying to investigate the source. And they definitely allude to a lot of what was in the book. I read uh, the first few chapters, but I didn't finish it. But, um, like, I'm pretty sure I remember the locations being the same and when they were mentioning, like, some of the origin stories and where, like, the origin stories were rumored to be. I'm pretty sure all of that was in the book. Don't quote me on that, but I, from what I remember, um, the thing that did annoy me about it, watching it for the millionth time, was um, the amount of, like, 
oopsies that there were that caused like terrible things to happen oh like, for sure like that i accidentally get... dropped my coke bottle yeah exactly like i i feel like you could do that like once yeah i don't know there was just like there are definitely some parts that were really just come on like yeah, yeah. you can it, do it better you started expecting it because it yeah. was like anything they were doing to try to get away from the zombies. It was like somebody is going to drop something. Somebody is going to trip. Someone is going to stub their toe. Make... Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, no, they're coming. So like that was like, I think they could have been more inventive on ways to get the zombies after them and things to go wrong and it did it just felt like the things that went wrong like the fucking like virologist that they sent uh he to just south fell because the the thing was wet he slipped and he fell and he shot himself in like five minutes of meeting him he was like they were like oh yeah you're our you're our best hope like oh you know so much about viruses but then he just tripped and he fell and he shot himself <laughs> That was pretty like funny. That, that, that's not like a payoff, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. frustrating. So, like, yeah. I, that kind of pissed me off. But I forgive it because it's so – they set it up so well. <laughs> they set it up so good. And it's so entertaining. Like, for, as far as zombie movies go, like, good. it's a good zombie movie. I think also it's helpful because it's, like, I think basing it in sort of, like, a UN diplomatic sort of zone as opposed to, like, your typical either, like, civilian or military lens that these sorts of movies, apocalyptic movies, tend to be in. It was really nice because it sort of imbued it with a very inherent sense of, like, hope and, like, good of humanity kind of deal, which I really like. Yeah, it's a fairly peaceful movie, and it is like all the nations working together trying to figure out the source. Peaceful, except for all of like the curb stomping. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but I mean, I've, it's not a particularly violent movie. I wouldn't say. I might have I mean, watched the extra violent cut. I'm not sure. I just found the first one that showed up when I said watch World War Z online free, uh, but there was a lot of curb stomping and like blood gushing arm chopping off and stuff i didn't know there was a more violent cut it just got really curb stompy it got very it got i was like oh this is like watching once upon a time in hollywood again oh my god (laughs) yeah it was like intense i feel like you must have watched a different one i do i remember one curb stomping but they didn't like show anything it was just like a foot going down i saw it oh no yeah oh i'm sorry it's okay also, this Brad is hot, and I'm canceling Rachel for saying that he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, but he does look like Billy yeah, Ray Cyrus. Yeah, but he doesn't, and he's hot. He is, but he also looks like Billy Ray No, he doesn't, because he doesn't have a soul patch. He does not have a soul patch, but the hair is so similar, and he has, like, a country look and vibe to him. This and Brad it's was- hot. <laughs> Do not take this away from me. I'm not saying he's not hot. I'm just saying he also looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. That makes him less hot. And this has been (laughs) the hottest Brad so far. He's really, I really, I really like this Brad. I will say, once again, being honest, I really feel like I'm being so honest right now. Uh, He wasn't as great as I remembered. (laughs) I'm so proud of you being so, so honest. I really, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Um, it's like, it's a good movie. I enjoy watching it. I like it a lot. Brad Pitt is like solid in it, you know? He does mm-hmm. a good job being the people's man. 
He's very hot. I love him in that stupid scarf. Um, he, but it's just like, yeah, it was not as good as I necessarily remembered it being. And it I wasn't. I think I was swept up. Um, it's this is a difficult one because it's like you know through multiple watchings you see so many of the faults and so many of the pros and so many of the cons. I know, I know. Which really, I think the beauty of the rewatches is unfolding. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I thought, like, what else am I going to get out of this? But it does change it. Definitely. And I, man, it, this is because I really, I do really appreciate in this movie, like, Brad's versatility and also, like, his kind of chameleon nature. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he does really well in an action movie. I'm not sitting there thinking, like, oh, there's Brad Pitt. I mean, I am because he's always kind of Brad Pitt. But I, I don't feel like it's distracting. And I do feel like he... You know, he's got a decent range where he, like he's like a good dad and then he's a good zombie fighter. Yeah. And like I, I remember being really touched by like dad Brad. I know we talked about that a lot and that we felt like this is a good representation of like Brad as like a more tender, like a more tender side of him. And like that him as a father in this movie seems pretty realistic. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was convinced that he loved his kids. Yeah, I, I agree. Not convinced that he loved his wife. No. Not in a bad way, but like there was just no chemistry. No, not at all. It was we it was kind of weird. I will say I continue to commend Brad for fairly consistently having an age-appropriate wife. Yes. I, I will really say I do really like that. that. Appreciate that, buddy. Super appreciate it. And like pretty normal wives, too. Yeah. You know? like, I feel the exception like of like Angie. Smith. Exactly. But then she was his real life wife, so like exactly but yeah no chemistry i super appreciate that but yeah good lord it just felt and like i I hate the role they give her in this i know we talked about that last time too where like she calls him and like his phone is on and it gets everyone into major also though i'm gonna blame brad on that it was totally brad turn off your fault turn off your phone put your put that bitch on silent dude like you're you know they're you know they like sound it was absolutely brad's fault but then the middle is kind of flat yeah, but like, there's also a lot more of him, so there's yeah. more time to be flat. Oh gosh, the police are coming! They're coming to get you. I know. So that's where I'm at. I know. Me too. I'm like, I'm very conflicted because it's like, ah, he's just I'm- like so good at. He's so good in snatch. <laughs> No, I genuinely am very, very conflicted and I genuinely don't know what to do to the point where like, I mean, we talked about this just before we recorded, but like neither of us filled out the scorecards this time because like, what what do you do? I know. And that's like part of it. It's just like, <sighs> it's it's the trouble with Bradness. It is the trouble with Bradness. Like, what is that? <laughs> what is it? And then it's like, do you weigh a solid Brad in an overall good movie better than a Brad where he is the best part of the movie? Right. The the, the other part of it for me is that I don't I don't love Snatch Brad. Like I think he's fun, but I don't I don't love him. Like I don't yeah. feel that connected to Snatch Brad. But I, I feel I feel the exact same way about about World War Z Brad. I'm like he's fine. Yeah, I, I, he's I, a solid Brad. I think fondly on him because I really like the movie and I like Brad in it. 
but I wouldn't ever like point that out as an example of like I mean I would have in the past because I remember really hyping up this movie but you must understand that I'm a Gemini and my opinion from last week is never to be counted um (laughs) I don't I currently wouldn't show this to someone as an example of Brad but yeah I like the movie and I like him and I fucking hate snatch here's what i was thinking when i was watching it though at the end i was like i don't want i don't think either of these should win like i don't feel like i would go to bat for either of these brads yeah i don't really either and that's like a problem yeah and i'm like what do you do about that because it's like it's not fair to then be like judge it on the overall movie because that's just like not right that's not what the project is about totally that's the the antithesis the antithesis of the project (laughs) except for in the times that we've done that yeah we absolutely have namely i (laughs) um but it's like i guess it's just like what yeah, I feel very similar about both of the Brads. And I feel very like one Brad is the best part of the movie, but he's like still fine. Mm-hmm. The other Brad is like fine. <laughs> and like the movie is like pretty all right for they're the both, most part, except for when both, it's really stupid. They're both fine. Both of them are fine. And like, again, like there's definitely more like pep and spunk to Snatch Brad. Right, he has a bit more of a sparkle to it. And I think that, like, there is something to be said about the fact that the only thing anyone ever says about that movie is, oh, my God, Brad Brad Pitt. Yeah. And that that's one that, like, people do bring up consistently when they talk about when you're like, oh, I do March Bradness, it's this thing. And they're like, oh, he was so good in Snatch. That is really true. And Hannah, the horrible thing that I realized is that everybody hates World War Z and nobody ever brings up the Brad Right? Like, Brad doesn't save that. Even right? though it's a fucking good movie and they're wrong, they never bring up the Brad. I don't... And then like, I'm, like, thinking, and I'm, like, the things that make World War Z a good movie... Aren't the Brad. Aren't dependent on Brad. It has nothing to do with Brad. You could, And you could when you anybody. come down to it, it's one of those things where it's, like, I can replace Brad Pitt with Tom Cruise... I know. ...or Leonardo DiCaprio... And, like, Brad Pitt's character probably would have been played by Leonardo DiCaprio if Leo's production company had won the rights to the film. And it would have been, like, it would have the been same fine. movie, just with a younger wife. But I don't want to watch Snatch again. I'm so hurt by this. I'm so hurt. Can we just only watch the Brad scenes in Snatch next time? I would be willing to make that compromise. That's kind of where I'm at. I think that it has... I think, I think it's Snatch... If only because of the aforementioned, everyone quotes this, like cites it as a Brad Pitt movie. I know. With the caveat of we don't have to watch the non-Brad Pitt scene. Right. Much to think about Much to think about. But no, you know, you're right. You're right. Snatch, as much as this is painful to say, is the winner. I know. I didn't think about I didn't I literally went into this being like, why are we even recording this episode? Obviously World War Z is gonna win, you know? I did too, because I was like, oh, you know, that's just the easy way to go. But like when I was watching Sometimes what's right is not easy. <laughs> easy choices. I don't feel good about it, but No, I don't either. I don't but it is the it is the better Brad. <laughs> I don't feel good about a lot of the choices we've made here. 
I had Fucking no idea. happy feet too. I had no idea this podcast would be filled with so much regret and just like you just feel like you're making a wrong choice at every turn because you're always like there's got to be a winner. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's close and sometimes, sometimes your heart is screaming at you. And because I love World War C. It's not a great I'm movie. I'm very, but it's very, good... very concretely going to say it's a better movie. Oh, absolutely a better movie. I'm really fucking sad that we're not getting World War Z 2 because I think... Did you know... Okay, I was reading about this. Did you know it's because the Chinese government outlaws movies featuring ghosts or zombies? What? Yeah. That is why Paramount decided to stop doing it. It's because they were like, we won't make any money in China, which is where movies make all of their money now, which is why we're getting the same movie all the time. Not that the Chinese people don't like have taste or whatever. It's just a lot easier to import movies about explosions and like there's less to be lost in translation. But they don't legally allow movies featuring zombies or ghosts. So they were like, we're not going to make any money off of this movie. So we're not going to make it. Fuck. I really, I don't like horror movies, but I do like ghost and zombie movies because they're like light horror well there you have it folks are you happy now do you trust me have i gained your trust <laughs> are you satisfied are you not are you entertained happy now is that what you wanted oh <laughs> <sighs> lord okay well we did i'm proud of us this was maybe the hardest one yet definitely i think definitely i'm proud of us um, I'm genuinely excited to watch Happy Feet 2 again. Really? Yeah, really. I really mean that. I really mean that. I will regret saying that, but right now I mean it. Because of the shrimp. <laughs> because of the I shrimp. I do like the shrimp, Brad. I do like shrimp, Matt Damon. I hate the uncomfortably sexy birds. They're so sexy. <laughs> they just dance and gyrate and... It's so awful. The Don't Mexican, get me wrong. we're going to get some good old fashioned homophobia, but we're also oh. going to get some good old fashioned idiot, Brad. God. You know? This is getting really, really tough. This is really, it's just. This is, is going to be a similar. We're getting into some similar <laughs> zones. I know. This is good. Shit's getting weird, man. Shit's getting weird <laughs> in the third act. <laughs> um thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it i really do enjoy making this weird little podcast and i hope you like listening to it thank you Uh, genuinely for listening i was surprised i looked at our stats and we're doing all there's there are there are people listening and thank you (laughs) my coworkers always tell me about it my my supervisor naya is like your podcast is really good. I can't listen to it with a year around. You're just like, I know you're on the level, basically. You're invited to the cookout, but that Sarah girl, she's amazing. I want to meet her. So. What? Yeah. Naya likes you better than me. Oh my she's gosh. my boss. I'm screaming. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. Um,. This one's for you, Naya. Naya, thank you. But Hannah is the bee's fucking knees. If you enjoyed watching or watching with your ears, if you watched this, I'm calling the police. (laughs) I'm calling the fucking cops. Who are you? Um, No, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for paying attention to us. Thank you for letting us take up space. Um, I think that it's 
important and you should tell your friends because even though this is a silly DIY podcast, it is really important to be supporting women and queer women um, in talking about film and media, especially film and media that's not necessarily made for them. So if you can let your folks know, uh, let your friends and other people know, I would really appreciate it. Um, Also support other podcasts by women and queer people and people of color because that's important too. We've got a lot to say. A lot of people make a lot of podcasts and a lot of them are um, fine, but some of them need a little more love than others. Um, So you guys who are listening and want to share, you can find us throughout the internet where our website, or sorry, our website is marchbradness.net. Our Twitter is at marchbradness. We have an Instagram that is march.bradness because some loser took marchbradness and we're not rich enough to buy it off of them. I'm so mad about um, that still. I forget and then I remember. <laughs> right. Um, you can follow the bracket, which you can find on the website or on Challenge if you Google marchbradness. Um I'm working on a little essay called A Brad for Every Occasion. So if you are hankering for a Brad, you'll be able to refer to it at some point in the near future and figure out what Brad you want to watch if you're in the mood to watch the world burn. Oh or if you're in the mood God. to watch the world burn, but like in a hot way. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm pretty proud of it. I'm hype. Follow us on Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, we um, tweet. We're out there tweeting. We tweet stuff. I'm at Hannah Skibby. And I'm at S. Dave Baker, which is S-D-A-V-B-A-K-E-R. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in this world. I hope that you learned a lot of good survival tips from Brad Pitt and World War Z. Um, and I hope that you... Fast forward through all of the parts of Snatch where they are being racist. That's the best advice anyone could ever be given. It's if most you're in of a Snatch. Zombie, if you're in a zombie attack, just wrap newspapers, or I'm sorry, magazines. Duct tape magazines to your arms. That's what Brad does, mm-hmm. and it works pretty well for him. And duct tape a knife to your shotgun. Yes. To make a bayonet. Gun knife. Gun knife. <laughs> Gun knife in it through the apocalypse, baby. <laughs> bye 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 um have a wonderful blessed day you are so special and important uh because you listen to this but also just as a person yeah every person has inherent value uh some have more value than others and the others are certain politicians yeah that's true and the people that made snatch unless they were just trying to make a dollar you know sometimes you gotta do what you, you know, gotta do Holla for a dollar. I must bid you, and with that, I must bid you adieu. (laughs) Curtain drop. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.